This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, good morning. This is Rochelle. Who's joined the call? Who is excited about this new day to give God the glory, the grace that is due unto him? Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's Diane. Hi, Good morning, Diane. Hello. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm doing good. I miss you. I love you. I love you, too. I'm going on mute. All right. Have a spectacular day. You, too. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle, your hostess. Who's going to call and would like to say good morning? Excuse me. Good morning. Good morning, Topaz. Happy Thursday, sweetheart. Happy Thursday to you, too. Have a great day. What up? What up? What up? Hey, hey. Good morning, twin. Happy Thursday. What's good? Glad to be in the service. Yes, yes. He is good. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Destiny. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Mm, have a great day. You too. Good morning, Miss Susie. Good morning, Miss Susie. How are good. you? Good morning. I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. In spite of, I will press. Uh, I am just doing good and got got our back. We know that. Yes, yes. Speaking those things that aren't as they were and seeing the manifestation come forth. Yes. Amen. Amen. Have a great day. You too. God bless you. Same to you, Susie. God bless you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is PR. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning, PR. God bless you as well. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. Once uh, you guys join, and once you say good morning, if you could please put your phones on mute, um, if we can tune out all the background noise. So please set your phones and put them on mute. Or I'll help you out with that. Good morning, everybody who's joined the call and would like to say good morning.
For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Who's joined the call? Hi, Monique Williams. Oh, good morning, Monique Williams. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I am great. Is this your first time calling? Yes, ma'am. Oh, well, welcome, welcome. Who invited you to the call? Raven Robinson. Oh, well, thank you, Raven. Welcome, welcome, Monique. I would say keep on coming. Sit back, tune your ears in to hear and your heart to receive and declare victory in every area of your life. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Good morning. Who else has joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. This is important. I'm also a first-time caller, and I was invited by Raven. Okay. Come on, Raven. Pull out the bus. What was your name again, honey? Tanisha Wharton. Spell the first name for me. It's T-I-N-I-S-H-A. Okay, Tanisha. Okay. Got you. Well, welcome. Keep coming. This is, um, I was speaking when Tanisha was speaking. This is Adrian Hart. I was also invited by Raven. Good morning. Okay, I'm sorry. Good morning. Give me one second, Adrian. Um, can you please mute your line um, for the respect and the integrity of the call? Once you join, just go ahead and be so mindful and just touch that little microphone button that cuts out the background noise. We appreciate you. Thank you. I'm always here to help. I'm sorry, honey. What was your name again? Yes, this is Adrian Clark. I was invited by Raven as well. Good morning, okay, everyone. Okay, Adrian. Good morning. And welcome. Sorry about all the background noise. I know it's fine. All right. Again, just sit back and tune your ears in and have a heart to receive the word. Who else has joined the call and would like to say good morning before we get started? Good morning. Good morning. This is Bernadetta. This is Bernadetta Anthony of San Francisco, and I was invited by my granddaughter, Raven, and this is my first time. Well, welcome, Ms. Bernadetta. Thank you, Raven. I ask that you keep on coming, Ms. Bernadetta, okay? Will do. All right, you have a blessed day. You do the same. Thank you. Who else was that that was saying good morning? Sylvia. Good, good morning, Sylvia. Happy Thursday. Thank you, Sylvia. Good morning. Good morning, it's Angela. Happy Thursday, everyone. Good morning, Angela. Happy Thursday. All right. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning, Christina. Good, good morning, all you new ladies. I think I heard Bernadetta, Adrian, and Tanisha. I wanted to say good morning to you guys. Welcome, welcome. Come on back. Glad to have you. Yeah. And Monique. And welcome, Monique. Yeah, so give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his goodness. Let the whole world know what he has done. So we give honor on today. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we get started? <coughs> Good morning, Good morning, Lucille. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Hi, Lucille. Happy Thursday. 
Have you called Thank in you. before? Yes, I was on um, the other day. Thank you. Okay, good God. Thank you. Keep on coming. We appreciate Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Blessings to everyone. Thank you. You have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Christina, this is Christina, this is PR again. Can I put in a prayer request that um um that God would give me wisdom in handling a church matter today, okay? Okay, this is Rochelle and PR I got your um your uh prayer request. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right, if we can please Please check your phones and go ahead and put them on mute as we begin to proceed with the call. Go ahead, Sheila. Which part, um, dear? The board. I got it. Okay, go ahead. I got you. All right. So, okay, go ahead and mute your phones. Good morning. Hello, my name is Rochelle, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us daily during the month of September where our theme for the month is disruption. All declarations will focus on disruption on ourselves, others, and items that are out of the will of God and his word. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Schizero. The call takes place right here from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8 to 9 Central Standard, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard. The prayer requests, there were none submitted by the app, but we have two uh, spoken prayer requests. Well, actually, uh, yeah, two, one spoken and one posted. Um, the first one is by Ms. B. We're praying for, um, she has court this morning. Um, we know that the just judge knows the case and that all, and he has all the evidence and will be asking for the verdict to be ruled in her favor according to the procedures of the courts of heaven. Our second request is praying for PR, um, praying for God to give her wisdom and um, concerning a church matter um, that she will be able to see, uh, be able to hear and obey whatever the Lord instructions is concerning that matter. And we'd like to welcome our new callers and the order of the call. Pray and corporate praise will be brought to you by Dion. The declaration will be brought to you by Raven. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. The order of the call, once again, is prayer and corporate praise by Dion. The declaration will be brought to you by Raven. The scripture for today is Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 9. And you 
shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. We ask that you check your phones once more as we go to the throne of grace. Dion, the call is in your hands. Have a blessed day, everyone. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning. Hallelujah. We call you an awesome and a wonderful God. We bless your name this morning, Holy Spirit. You are welcome in this place. Father, we come today with our hearts bowed down, God, thanking you for another opportunity to tell you you are our sovereign God. There's nobody like you. Hallelujah. We lift you above every situation and circumstance, God. We lift you above any and everything that would exalt itself above the knowledge of Christ. And we say you are our God and we are your people. We submit our will to you this morning, Father. God, we stretch our hands to you as Abba, not for things, God, but for your face. Praying, oh God, that you would begin to minister to our hearts, Lord Jesus. God, we cover our lives with the blood that was shed on the mercy seat, God, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, for your great hedge of protection that kept us as we slept in slumber. God, we thank you for soundness of mind this morning, and we give you glory, Jesus. We give you honor, God, this morning. We repent for any and everything that we may have said or done, God, that was contrary to your perfect plan and will, as it is written according to Psalms 139.16, and as uh, you have uh, exalted yourself above our scenarios and situations, God, we thank you that your plans are clear and sure. God, this morning, we thank you in advance for a submitted heart. We thank you in advance for humble hearts. We thank you in advance, God, that we can pull on the horns of the altar this morning and say, God, thy will be done and thy kingdom come in earth as it is in heaven. God, we come against any and every diabolical plan of the enemy this morning. We thwart it by power and by fire. God, be the God of our might this morning. We thank you that you are our divine counselor this morning. And God, we confess that there is no one like you. God, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the very pulling down of strongholds. God, we come against any system that has been designed to frustrate our day. We come against every strategy and every uh, contrary word of the enemy, God, and say thank you in advance, God, for the wisdom, the wit, and the wherewithal to know you in the pardon of our sins. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you saved us from a horrible pit this morning. Thank you for grace and mercy. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning, God, for the changing of our minds. God, we thank you that our repentance is not just vernacular, God, but that is the posture of our heart. God, position us for power and prominence in the kingdom places. God, I thank you this morning that we're seated in heavenly places, places of authority and dominion because we are sons of God. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning that your spirit is empowered down on the inside of us. Thank you, God, that we lean this morning, not on our own understanding. God, but this morning we lean in 
all our ways to acknowledge you, that you would direct our path, that our footing be sure and certain. Hallelujah. I thank you this morning for supernatural opportunities to demonstrate the truth of your love, God, that our lives would speak truth to power. God, you said above all to love. We thank you this morning for a heart of charity. God, this morning I pray for our relationships, God, that you would send us supernatural connections that would cause us to walk in purpose and in power. God, I thank you this morning that any and everything that's attempted to attach itself to us be dismantled, disturbed, and disrupted, God, that you would get the glory out of our lives. God, I thank you that because of Psalms 119, 130, our God, that declares that the entrance of your word gives light and adds understanding, God, that every dark place down on the inside of us, God, be illuminated with your power. I thank you this morning, God, that because our steps are ordered, God, that nothing is wasted because Romans 8 and 28 declares that all things are working together for the good of them that are the called according to your purposes, God, that everything is working together on our behalf. This morning, I pray for marriages. God, I thank you for supernatural covering, that our marriages would be restored and reflect the power of who you say we are. God, I thank you this morning that for leadership, God, and dominion authority in husbands, God, that households not only be disrupted if anything is out of place, God, God, but that men would take the head of their families. I pray for every man and every household this morning, God, that you would give him a mind to trust you in and through all that he does. God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're restoring restoring friendships in relationships of marriage. God, I thank you this morning that marriages will reflect the heart of the Father for the body of Christ in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that men would begin to know exactly who they are according to what's written of them. God, I thank you in advance, God. I pray this morning for our children. God, and I thank you that all things, hallelujah, are working. God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for those that are outside of your will. God, that you would draw them supernaturally. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that their lives line up with the truth of what your word already declared. God, I thank you this morning. God, thank you for divine protection for our school-age children. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're keeping and covering them. God, I pray for even teachers in our school systems, God, that are assigned to head and to lead our children. God, cover them and keep them in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for our unsaved loved ones. And I thank you in advance, God, that even as I pray, God, send your drawing power. I thank you for every angel assigned to uh, assist us, Lord Jesus, in this day, God, uh, that we would be ever aware. God, I thank you this morning that we can practice your presence uh, and we can experience you throughout the day, God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that even religious systems are being disrupted and dismantled. God, we thank you for relationship, God. We thank you that religion isn't enough, God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that somebody's heart is beginning to yearn for the truth of who you are. God, that they're not seeking your hand, but they're seeking your face and your heart. I thank you this morning, God, that because we are heirs 
of God and join heirs with Jesus. God, because we are rich rulers, according to the truth of what your word declares, God, give us even a heart of the Samaritan. God, give us a mind to love our neighbor as ourselves, Lord Jesus. Help us to be outgoing, even in times of trouble in our own lives, God. Help us to put our esteem others above ourselves, Father God. I thank you this morning that even as I pray, God, you're repositioning our hearts, God, that you're disrupting old diabolical systems that no longer serve us. I thank you this morning, God, that you're disrupting complacency and mediocrity, God. I thank you this morning that you're disrupting thinking, thinking, God, I thank you this morning that you're disrupting anything that's contrary to what you've already declared in the heavens. God, allow our lives to align with what you've already said. God, this morning, I pray for supernatural wisdom. I pray, oh God, because your word declares that in all of our getting, we're to get understanding. God, help us to understand your way. God, help us to trust you with every single thing that we are. God, help us to trust you even in our broken places. God, that's your love is enough to fill us, that your love is enough to change us, that your love is enough to transform us. God, I bless your name this morning. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that any and everything, every weapon that's attempted to form, God, I thank you that this morning we have a right to serve notice. God, that because God, hallelujah, is the greatest power, we shall never be defeated. God, because you are the greatest power. We shall never be defeated. God, I thank you this morning. God, that your plans for our lives are greater than ours. God, your word declares that your ways are not our ways, that your thoughts are not our thoughts. God, help us to align our lives with the patterns of heaven. God, I thank you, God, that the heavens declare the glory of God. God, I thank you this morning that we are your handiwork. Continue Continue to keep us, God. Continue to cover us, God. Continue to deliver us into the divine destiny that was planned from the set foundation of the earth. God, I thank you this morning that every heart, God, that every soul, God, that we would see eternity, God. I thank you this morning. I thank you this morning. God, I thank you this morning. God, that not one word will go out and come back to you empty. God, that every single word that you've spoken over our lives will accomplish that which you sent it to do. God, I thank you this morning that somebody's vision is being restored. God, I thank you this morning that somebody's eyes are being enlightened. I thank you this morning that someone's ears are being unplugged. God, this morning, we pray for even our president. We pray for our government, God. We thank you in advance that because we are kingdom citizens, God, that culture does not confuse or confound us. We disrupt even agreement with that which doesn't agree with your end outcome. I thank you this morning, God, for his cabinet that surrounds him, God, to be full of 
kingdom citizens, believers, those that would pray for him, God, that would cover him in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for all the disasters that are happening around us, God. For the young man that went around and began to kill people live, God, I pray for his mind in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for protection for everyone, God, that even uh, doesn't even understand. God, I thank you for the hands that's already in place. God, continue to keep us in your care. Hallelujah. God, I pray for our climate. I pray for our atmospheres. I pray for those, God, that slept outside in the elements on last night. God, I thank you that because you're merciful, you'll keep them in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for those, God, that may not have a permanent place to live. God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that because you always make a way, God, your word declares, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed dead bread. God, do it like only you can in the name of Jesus. God, and I thank you. I thank you this morning for PR, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you'll give her the wit, the will, and the understanding on how to execute in tough matters. God, continue to keep her in your care, but more importantly, God, give her direction and instruction in this hour. God, I pray for every person under the sound of my voice. I thank you. God, I thank you that their lives are not accidental or hyperstands, God, but that you will perform that which you began in them until the day of Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord. God, that every uh, mediocre mindset and mentality be disrupted this morning. God, that we approach our day with great expectation. God, and we uh, declare and decree this morning that because you are our God, because you are our sovereignty, God, that no weapon formed against us in this day will prosper. And as we all begin to open our mouths, God, we declare that you are the lion and the lamb. God, that you are alpha and omega this morning. We declare that because you are our God, God, that we have a right, a legal right, God, to stand in authority. God, we open up our mouths and we say that you are our strength. Hallelujah. You are our strong power. Hallelujah. You are our fortress. Ah, and the began to open their mouths and declare Hallelujah. I'm <laughs> 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, for life and health and strength. God, it could have been different, but your grace 
and mercy, your unfailing love, God, your relentless love, God, for loving us enough to kick down doors for us, God, to light up every dark place on our behalf. God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that none of us have ever received what we deserve, God, but because you are a great and awesome God, because we're forgiven, because of your shed blood, God, we have another opportunity to get this thing called life right, and we trust you. God, help our unbelief every area where we still are stagnant in trusting and believing you without any type of doubt, God, without any fear, God, we bless your name. We bless your name and we thank you in advance, God, that today will not only be productive, God, but that we'll walk in the power that you've caused us to walk in. We'll walk in the authority that you've given us, the dominion that you've given us at every place our foot trod. God, that atmosphere shift, that, that there be a disruption simply because we showed up. I thank you in advance for supernatural and divine encounters. God, with those that may not know you in the pardon of their sins, help us to be love and light. Help our lives to be a reflection of the heart of the Father for the body of Christ. God, that today our life might be something that ignites the life of another to know you. God, we thank you in advance. God, I pray now for Raven. I thank you for her, God. I thank you for her journey and her process. I pray, oh God, that you would crown her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet with glory. God, that you would give her the word, that her tongue would be the pen of a ready writer. God, that every single word that falls out of her mouth is filled with your power that it's filled with your anointing, God, that it, even as she speaks, it ministers to her heart. I thank you for her divine destiny, God. I thank you for her purpose. But more importantly, I thank you for her path and her process, God. Bless her and bless her indeed, God. Bless her husband. Bless her children, God, and continue to keep her in your care. Continue to strengthen and build her as the mighty woman of God that you've predestined her to be. I thank you in advance as I pass the call to Raven. Ray, see you here. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. I know it's still early over there in California, um, but we 9.30 over here on the, uh, we're kind of East Coast South. Um, can you hear me good? Didi, tell me if you, if, if you can hear me good or I need to change up. Yeah, you're good. Go ahead, man. I'm good? Okay. So good morning, y'all. First of all, I just want to say thank you to all of my people who are on here. Like, I'm really overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> Y'all have no idea. Whew. Um, I'm just overwhelmed with the, the love. Um, it's been a journey. It has been. It's been a few years. I haven't been on here um, in this space, in this capacity. Um, I've been on, you know, and, and um, interacting and engaging with you all. <clears throat> it's, it's been a while since I've actually declared. Um, so this is kind of a full circle moment for me, but um, I just want to thank then my church family, um, the River Church Durham. Y'all know, don't nobody do it like the River. I love my church family. My husband's on here. My praise team, like, I love y'all, man. I'll tell y'all about that later. But um, I want to go ahead and get started. Um, I know the theme this month has been disruption. And I kind of had an inkling. I didn't even get on because I didn't want to contaminate um, my 
my goal um, here today, um, which was to bring a fresh perspective. Um, I'm always interested in different perspectives and how things work, how they, um, how they're fashioned, and how God wants to do and use and just perform. Um, and so I know you all have been dealing with the negative portion of disruption, um, but I want to talk from a different perspective, which is the disruption of culture. That's going to be my title. You're not going to hear me kind of throw it around at all until we get to the love, life, and victory portion. We'll we'll kind of talk a little bit more about um, that in detail, but um, I want to focus on disruption as the theme as it is, um, and I want to um, kind of break down the the uh, the two perspectives. I want to bring up the two perspectives, but I want to spend more time talking about God's perspective of disruption. Um, and so I want to identify first um, that our disruptions delay destiny. That's, that's, that's the disruption that we've been, we're used to and we're accustomed to hearing is about, oh, you know, the, the interjection of something or someone and it destroys the rhythm, right? My church has been talking about rhythm all month, so we've been on this rhythm hype. So the disrupt, these sorts of disruptions that we present and that we bring delay our destiny, right? So when we disrupt God's plan for us, it simply leads to disaster. So we end up creating more problems than we had to begin with. So then we have God's disruption, which is we're going to put more emphasis on him today because everything's about him. Um, but God's disruptions define destiny. Okay, you guys, so our disruptions delay destiny, God's disruptions define destiny. If you want to write that down, go for it. Um, so we're going to spend some time unpacking um, a very familiar passage, one that we usually talk about around Christmas time, but every day is Christmas with me because um, God is the gift that keeps on giving, right? So what we're going to do is unpack um, a series, a story um, in a series of verses, um, it's about six or seven verses, but we're going to let God walk us through the text, okay? Um, but we're going to go to Matthew 1, 18 through 25, and I'm going to be reading from the Amplified version. Um, if anybody wants to follow along, um, I know some people are driving to work. If you're stable and you want to kind of dive in that way, it's totally fine. Um, but like I said, we're going to put more focus on God's disruption defining our destiny because Basically, when God disrupts our plans, he's preparing us to give birth to a promise, okay? And so from here on out, God really wants us to shift our perspective of gifting, callings, assignments, and anything that he's placed inside of us. A lot of times our uh, perspective is jaded, um, and it's, it, it, it's from our um, experiences, be it negative, our traumas, um, anything that we've gone through has um, – has inserted itself into our perspective. Um, and so we want to take on the perspective of God, right? We want to take what we have and get rid of that because that doesn't get us anywhere but to skid row. Um, and we want to take on the perspective of the Lord God Almighty that ends us up at the gates of heaven, right? So I'm going to read Matthew 1, 18 through 25, and it reads, now, be, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her promised husband, being a just and righteous man and not wanting to expose her publicly to shame, planned to send her away and divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him 
in a dream saying, Joseph, descendant of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus. The Lord is salvation, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this happened in order to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through the prophet Isaiah. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and give birth to a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, when translated, means God with us. Then Joseph awake from his sleep, awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him. He took Mary to his home as his wife, but he kept her a virgin until she had given birth to a son, her firstborn child, and he named him Jesus, the Lord of salvation. Now, y'all, if you read your word, which I know y'all do, you will find that this is, the Bible is so, like, it's got so much tea in it, okay? This is one of the most, like, wild stories, if you will, um, that I've read, and it blows me away every time I read it. Um, and I want to consider, um, I want to encourage you to kind of take back what you know about these verses and kind of listen and really engage with the thoughts, engage with the points, engage with what God is saying, because he has some very particular things that he wants to bring light to, not only for you all, but for me too. Um, and anybody that's listening, because there's some, there's some very valuable pieces of information that we can apply to our daily lives. And even if you're not saved, everybody's not saved. If you're not saved, it still applies to you. Anybody that is living, breathing, moving, and having their being, this applies to you. So let's break down verse 18. Okay, verse 18 says, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Jesus, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the power of the Holy Spirit. So this verse is pretty straightforward. It identifies Mary as the mother of Jesus, right? And then Mary was also betrothed to Joe. We don't call him Joe. We know him as Joseph, but he Joe today, okay? Okay, so a betrothal is um, also referred to as a shadukin in Hebrew language. And it was considered to be the initial and legal binding stage of marriage. And then based on Jewish law and tradition, it really required a divorce to withdraw. So you couldn't just up and decide, I'm good, I'm a bounce, I'm leaving you. You couldn't just do that without going through a process. Um, so the Shadukin generally lasted a year's time. And then during this period, the intended bride in this situation, which was Mary, was referred to as a wife. So even though she lived at her parents' house, she was still considered a wife because they were betrothed. They were um, what, what we would call engaged, but with a little extra on it. It got some sauce on it. And so at the conclusion of the betrothal, there would be a wedding celebration, and the couple would consummate their union that night, okay? So they would be technically married, but they would not live together, and they would not have sex yet. Those were the rules, okay? Um, and so here, Mary became pregnant by the Spirit of God prior to her and Joseph ever consummating, so they never had sex. Okay, if y'all are confused about the word consummation. So I believe that God selected Mary because he had already given her the capacity and the responsibility to carry out this task that will actually spend this entire time completely unpacking. Okay, so not only that, but her and Joseph were in a peculiar situation. They were kind of married and then they were kind of not, right? So each moment moving forward was a for real test of how much they actually trusted God. So God knew this, this disruption would challenge the both of them. He really, he knew it, right? 
So I literally sit here and I imagine God laughing like super hard, like literally weak when we orchestrate things um, or we we attempt to orchestrate things, but then he orchestrates things to blow up our spot that we try to orchestrate. Like, really? So it's always for an amazing reason, though, when God blows our spot up. He never does it to harm us or to hurt us. Um, he's always doing things that bring us a future and a hope in him, right? The, the, the end goal is always Christ. It's never ourselves. And so if we take on that perspective throughout our lives and throughout our daily um, our daily regimens, then we will understand that what God decides is what he decides because he knows what's best, okay? So in us reading these biblical stories, we have really an aerial view on each play and the outcome, right? These people are characters in the Bible, and they have no idea what's going to happen, right? We literally are reading their life story, and we're like, it's like when you watch a movie, you're like, wait, the monster behind the door, and the person in the movie don't see the monster, well, they're not supposed to see the monster because that's what drives the force there, right? So they're living each moment out in these Bible stories. They're clueless. They have no idea what's to come, right? They really have no idea what to expect. It's just like they're just living in the moment. Um, and so I know God was like, you know what? Wait till this dude finds out this baby is legit mine. Like, this is my baby, y'all. This is my baby. But wait till he find out. Like, he's really going to be tripping out. Um, so Mary and Joseph would come to not only handle God's disruption well, come to, that's the key point here. They would not only come to handle this, this disruption well, but their complicity would later define destiny. Okay, so this is, this is where we are now. So verse 19, and Joseph, her promise, her promise, her promise, her promise has been being a just and righteous man and not wanting to expose her publicly to shame plan to send her away and divorce her quietly. Joe was done. Okay, y'all, he was finito. That was it. He was good. He was a solid dude with some integrity about him. He was, he was righteous, right? But he made up in his mind that he was going to divorce Mary. He's like, no, look, I'm not dealing with it. So he considered his escape and planned his own disruption. But little did he realize the disruption was in response to trauma. Y'all, how many times have you had experiences in your life where you felt like you were finally doing things the right way, you were resting in the holies of holies, discerning where you, when you need to go get some groceries, prophesying in your dog and tongue, praying out loud with morning breath, all the things that super saved and perfect people do every single day. You're doing all this stuff, but then you get hit with an unexpected blow to the gut, right? So God throws a huge life-altering disruption your way, like Joseph, and it's something that doesn't it's something that doesn't make any literal sense to you, right? I mean, this thing was unexpected. It hurts so bad. It's confusing. It's disorienting. It's something you want to tell everybody, but you really can't tell anybody, right? So what do you end up doing first? We're going to keep it 100. Before you even pray and ask God for direction, what you do? You're stunned, right? You're shocked. So what do you do? You respond to the trauma in a fearful and a reactionary way. You start creating Molotov cocktails of escape trying to figure out a way out. How can I avoid this? How can I get around it? How can I keep it a secret? How can I avoid um, the, the backlash, right? You research and plan your own solutions first because you don't even realize that even though the plan may not be physically destructive, if you follow through with it, if God lets you go through with this, it's literally going to ruin your current life and then delay your destiny. And then you're going to be looking at God like, really, for real? So coincidentally, your initial instinct was not to use that super safe discernment to identify what you were experiencing, 
is a disruption from God. Like, why you didn't know that? Well, obviously why, because what we, what we profess sometimes is not really with our reality. Um, and so this, this situation really brings me to a point that, that, that I was kind of analyzing um, that God really just wants to, to, to disrupt our lives to bring forth something um, that will cause us to go to a greater place in him, right? And he's equipped us with the tools to succeed through whatever that this is, but we have to be able to assess the difference, right? We have to be able to assess, okay, I'm not going to do this because I expect this, I expect that from God. If I'm expecting something different from God, I've got to be able to move myself out the way, my feelings, I can have my feelings from time to time, but I need to be able to snap out of it and then move on. So not assessing that this event happened right after you had that little baby fever feeling, right? And we're going to address what this baby fever feeling is. It's what a lot of women and sometimes men have. And you think, oh, I want to have a baby. Really? But with God, sometimes that's a spiritual baby fever, okay? You had this baby fever a few months back. Um, you forgot that you've been praying and asking God for some newness, right, some changes and some increase. It didn't dawn on you that the answer to your request of increase was, it was not about money. It wasn't about money, um, but it was about an increase of spiritual responsibility. So what you thought was physical uh, baby fever was, a, was actually a spiritual one, right? God wants to bring something forth through you. He wants to birth something in you. He wants to birth something out of you. Um, and you probably didn't even entertain that the increase would come with the headaches of triumph being birthed through that trauma. You can't have triumph without going through some trauma, y'all. You really just wanted to skip over the test and then fall right into the testimony. It doesn't work like that. So anybody, including myself, anytime we want to get to the good part, but we don't want to chew through the meat before we get to enjoy the fact that we just ate a steak, uh, sometimes you got to do that. You got to go through some tough, right? Nobody likes tough steak, right? But if you're starving, you're going to eat that tough steak. So sometimes we have to switch up our angle. Do I want God more or do I want to please my own ideas and my own satisfaction? What do I want right now? So Joe made up in his mind, it's a wrap, right? Can't go through this. He's a promised husband, but promised husband or not, this is a bad deal. I'm going to divorce her. I don't care what nobody say. Not doing it. Nope. So he was so noble that he wasn't even going to do it with the intent to openly embarrass Mary and bring shame to her. Dude, that is like literally a serious thing. He loved and cared her, cared for her so much that he was still willing to shield her. So he decided to make his moves as silently as possible. Who do that? For English, but that's in these days. Like I don't really, I know they have these terms, millennial and all that. I really don't consider myself a millennial. I'm mid thirties. I don't know how that applies when you got husband and kids and you got bills, right? Millennials are for people out here uh, swinging flashlights. That's that's how I look at that. But <laughs> some of us can take notes from this. I don't care what generation you're from. Everything doesn't need an announcement or an amen corner. Sometimes no matter how shady we think a situation is or how wrong or badly somebody we love and care for hurt us, our loyalty and integrity should not only be toward God, but we owe integrity to ourselves and to the person we claim to love. I can speak for myself. I'm not going to compromise my character regardless of the issue, regardless of how poignant it is. 
I'm just not going to develop. And I, what I am going to do is I'm going to develop a new set of boundaries to protect myself. However, I'm still going to shield that person with the love I have for them. Well, somebody probably like, yeah, not me, not doing it. Well, that's dumb that you would not do that if you love somebody. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the Bible says that love covers a multitude of sins. It doesn't say it excuses it. It says it covers it, meaning it shields it. So as a believer, I have an obligation. You have an obligation. If you're a believer, those who are believers have an obligation to maintain our posture even in a disruption, no matter how uncomfortable it might be. If it's a disruption that you cause, you got to deal with your, your issues. If it's a disruption from God, God, take me as I am. Let's do what we're going to do, but we're going to get through it because I know there's something good on the other side of it because that's how he is, right? So every time we take matters into our own hands, God is taking note of our aimless ambitions, and he waits for the right time to insert more of his disruption. Hear this, y'all. Most likely because we didn't adhere to the initial one, right? So our initial response creates a jealousy in God. So he's like, I ran an interference on your life to grow you, and you immediately resort to assuming that it was to humiliate you? Are you serious? Oh, okay. And then you're just going to avoid coming to me about your little situation that you created, right? And then you're going to try to devise a dumb plan on your own to try and override what you didn't know I was doing in the first place. You're big. Wow. But then I know later, this is God speaking, but then I know later you're going to come to me eventually, right, and ask me to bless the, the decision that you made that I never gave you permission to make in the first place. Absolutely not. Okay, so you're going to sit here and you're going to chill for a while and figure it out. So watch this. While Joseph was pouting, he didn't go on IG Live crying and telling everybody how he believed Mary cheated on him. He didn't post cryptic attention hungry statuses on Facebook. And he didn't share relative memes that was trash talking baby mamas. He didn't do that, right? Um, he actually chose to operate in wisdom of the Lord. He did what should, what we should do when we're exhausted of drama that we can't even digest, right? He went to sleep. Smart move, Joe. You did it, Joe. Joe went to sleep, y'all. Joseph went to sleep. But hear me out. As crazy as this story is, it literally starts to get even more crazy when Joseph goes to sleep. Because what happens in the next few verses reminds me of how much God sees and hears us. So verse 20 says, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, descendant of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. The first part of this verse says, after he had considered this. Let's let that marinate. Boom, it's marinated. So basically, after Joe finished jumping to, jumping to conclusions, and doing the most, what we do, we like to do the most sometimes, and most is okay sometimes, but not all the time. But after all that, he just took a rest, which tells me that God intentionally, intentionally allowed him the space to attempt to get out of his ditch. He let him have that little moment, right? Had Joseph gone to the Lord in prayer immediately when he found out about Mary's pregnancy, he could have saved himself the mental anguish, y'all, something that we ought to learn. So I want you to internally ask yourself, what is my this? Okay, what is my this that I need to take to God? What is it? And then I want you to go a step further and ask the Father to increase the spiritual maturity to bring your next this to him first instead of putting him on the back burner, instead of taking matters into your own hands. And if there's anybody on here that should have gone months ago, 
um, to let go of some things from years ago. Lord, help me to get rid of the remnant of this. Because sometimes there's a remnant. Sometimes you think you let it go and you took the hand of God, but then it, it creeps back into your system. It creeps back into your mind, your thought process, your actions, your behaviors, and you start to retreat from the place of growth, right? So that's all you got to do. Lord, help me, right? I want to get rid of this. I want to get rid of my this so that I can take hold of what you have for me um, in the present day and in the future. So write this down. I'd rather be blessed by God's disruptions than bound by my own. I'd rather be blessed by God's disruptions than bound by my own. That's me talking to me. I don't know about y'all, but that's me talking to me. So now God just runs a whole other play on Joseph that's way more wild, y'all. He sends the angel into his dreams while he's asleep, invulnerable, and has no cognitive leverage to contest, right? The most discussed reason why people choose not to have kids, if they have them, they decide, okay, no more, is because of capacity and responsibility. We talked about that earlier. These people feel like they don't have the capacity or desire to increase their level of responsibility. Look, I'm one of them, y'all. We, my husband and I have four kids. We got four kids. Listen, no more, okay? We decided that we don't want to increase our level of responsibility. We already pulling our hair out with the little four responsibilities we got right now. Don't make it a fifth, six, or seven. Amen? So the angel of God tells Joseph to relax. Get rid of the fear. You're still going to get married. So number one, you're the promised husband. She's the promised wife, right? You're still going to get married because this baby is of the Holy Spirit. God did this. God did it, right? So essentially, prior to this moment, catch this, Joe didn't want to stick around because he believed that the capacity and responsibility of fathering another man's child would become a burden to his life. But what he didn't know was that the mislabeled and misunderstood the assignment. He misunderstood it and he mis mislabeled it. He didn't even understand it. He missed the mark. So God never gave Joseph the capacity and responsibility for another man's baby. God gave the capacity and responsibility to Joe to carry his baby. That's, that was God's baby. So here the entire time, Joe's thinking Mary cheated on him, right? Well, if cheating, on, if cheating on you with God is a thing, then so be it, right? But she didn't cheat on him. This was the, ba this was the baby of God. This is God's baby. Like God chose this couple to endure this traumatic mental anguish and situation to bring forth the Son of God. Y'all, listen, I want you to write this down. I've got to be careful with how I label my assignment. I've got to be careful with how I label my assignment. So what Joseph assumed would be a burden, right, would actually be birthed to become the burden bearer. Jesus is the burden bearer. So this dude, Joseph, thought that Jesus, who he didn't know who he was yet, right, because he wasn't born, but he thought the intent was to shame and embarrass um, and, and to destroy his, his intent to marry Mary. Mary, Mary, that's funny. He thought that this was coming to destroy that, right? But what it was coming to do was to bring new life, and that more abundantly, through Mary's body. She carried the baby Jesus, okay, to be the burden bearer for all of us. It ain't even got nothing to do with Joe, him, us, everybody. So imagine you denying God's disruptions in your life. Imagine that. Imagine you denying birthing what God assigned to you. 
Imagine you being like Joseph. Imagine delaying growth, change, and increase in your life, delaying answers because you didn't feel that you could handle what God actually already gave you the capacity to handle. Instead of rejecting what God wants to do, try different perspectives. He talks about perspective. Father, I thank you for the commitment. I thank you for the capacity and the character to fulfill these things you've placed in me. God, I trust you. I trust your disruption. I trust your outcome. I trust your destiny. I trust your will for me, and I'm less without your more. Why we can't do that? Why we got to have a pity party? Why we got to, you know, have an amen corner that supports our, um, our disdain, right? Because what we often fail to realize is what God wants, he's going to get it. Whether we go with it or against it, his will is going to be performed. So if you don't do it, he ain't going to twist your arm too much. He'll just find somebody else who's willing to obey. As no word of his will ever return to him void. That's the word, y'all. And for contextual purposes, just do your part and give birth to the baby, whatever your baby is. But just know that the baby, you may be giving birth to the baby, but the baby belongs to God. Whatever that is that he's placed in you. Um, the desires of your heart, it may not be tangible things. It may just be um, some healing that you need to take hold of inside of you. It may not be something that, um, but you still birth that. Because when you birth healing, oh, everybody can be healed at that point, right? So we don't want to withdraw ourselves from God because what we're saying is, is God, your people aren't worth my healing. Because once I'm healed, the healing is, 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 is contagious. So verse 21 she will give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus, the Lord is salvation, for he will save his people from their sins. So write this down. Me surviving my own disruptions won't save me, but sacrificing, me sacrificing for God's disruptions will. Me surviving my own disruptions will not save me, but me sacrificing for God's disruptions will save me. Man, I'm talking to myself. I really am. Um, and so not only will it save us, but it will save those connected to us, as I said before. So here immediately the tone of this portion of the text changes up. In the last verse, the angel spent time comforting Joseph and talking him off the ledge and off the bridge um, of, of just horrible thoughts, right? And now in this verse, the angel begins to foretell the coming events. And the angel also gives Joseph specific instructions on what to do once the baby is born. Okay, so not only will God place the promise inside of us, but he'll reveal what to do once it's manifested, and then he'll reveal the purpose for the promise. So simple, right? We make it hard. So verse 22 says, all this happened in order to fulfill what the Lord had spoken through the prophet Isaiah. So after all these verses, we finally get to the reason behind this entire TMZ story. In my Cardi B voice, what was the reason? Right, so the reason was to fulfill Isaiah's prophecy years and years and years and years before the coming Messiah. Just that simple. That was the reason. So the thing is, God wants to do the same thing for us. I know he's promised to fulfill some special things through each of us, but he expects us to submit to his disruption. We cannot move around that and then expect to still win. It might even seem like whatever our promised thing is, it's, it's taking its precious time to manifest, like the prophecy of Jesus coming. It took some time. It took some tough time, right? They had to go through some tough years um, in those days in order to even get to the promise, but it was worth it. God is the creator of time, y'all. So our measurement of time does not apply to him because he rests outside of time. Like, it, it doesn't get any better than that. 
God is saying to us, just trust me to bring forth my promises through you. In fact, this baby has everything it needs to prosper and fulfill its obligation in the earth. It's actually going to be unconventional. It's going to be uncomfortable. It'll even require some painful sacrifices of your pride and your ego, two things that we love to hold on to. But I've already given you the capacity with the responsibility. He gave you twins, capacity and responsibility. Lord Jesus, they might be fraternal, but they still match. Okay, so write this down. I will carry whatever I need to until it's time to birth the promise that God designed to carry me. Y'all, the things that God has put inside of you, you carry it. And then when you birth it, when it grows up, it carries you. How do I know? My kids, for prime example, I have four kids. I carry them in my belly. I'm raising them. My husband and I are, are very intentional about the way we are raising them, the environment that we're raising them in, the culture that we're raising them in, so that we are not sowing the seeds that we don't want to manifest when we become of age. Because at some point, our babies are going to carry us. We're going to get old. We're not going to be able to do and move and, and think and, and deal as we, as we wish, but we don't want our kids to put us in a nursing home because we mistreated them, because we talked to them crazy, because we didn't value them, because we didn't speak well. Um, we didn't speak well of them or speak life into them. We didn't teach them, nurture them, and care for them the way that God assigned us to. So if I want my, my dreams to carry me, I've got to carry them. I've got to carry them well. I've got to feed them. Well, what do you feed them? Well, you feed them the word of God. You feed them the idea that whatsoever lies within me, that thing that when, it, when it's birth, it has the capacity to do whatever, it is, whatever it's supposed to do. Literally one seed can be the starting point of so much in our lives. But we, gotta, we, gotta, we have to gain hold of God's disruptions being that seed sown, right? So verse 23 says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and give birth to a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which when translated means God with us. Now the foretelling tone within the last verse moves to another revelation, okay, that Mary was pregnant, but she was also still a virgin. This actually immediately would dispel the rumors of Mary's purity and at the same time affirm that without a doubt, nobody else could be responsible for this baby but the Lord. So write this down. Stop allowing lack of experience with other people to tarnish your perception of how much you're worth to God. I'm going to say that again. Stop allowing lack of experience with other people tarnish your perception of how much you're worth to God. I don't care if you're a virgin. I don't care... It, it, that doesn't matter. That's what God is saying. I don't care if nobody's ever touched you. Come to me. Let me do something for you. They don't even have what it takes. Just because nobody else has touched you does not mean that God won't either. And regardless of what you've experienced in life and who counted you out, when you finally birth what was promised to you without a shadow of a doubt, everybody's going to know with God. They're going to know. Everybody's going to know. I mean, everybody. Y'all, God does not require a resume to give us the job. All he requires is for us to accept the assignment. Carry that baby. So this is why Mary made history, because of what and who she carried. Not just who, but who. It mattered because Jesus belonged to God, okay? And so God wants to do the same thing in you. Whatever that thing is that has you sleepless and restless at night, the thing that keeps invading every prayer and thought, the thing that you cannot shake, the dream you keep having of you doing the very thing you run away from, that's the baby fever, y'all. That's the burden to give birth to what the Lord has spoken into you. You just got to give life to it. That's it. 
so my favorite part of this verse is that it perfectly ends with God with us. I could preach on that part just alone, right? The entire time that Joseph was stressing out, the whole time he was freaking out, Joseph and Mary wrestled with with what wasn't physically making any sense. That whole time, God was with him. He never left him. So every time you get to a point not understanding where God's disruption is taking you, as long as you're carrying the promise, God is with you. There's no need to wrestle with the fear of uncertainty. Don't wrestle with it, right? What people could, would, or say, or even how to look to them, none of that matters. It will manifest because God is with you. It will birth because God is with you. It'll happen. So verse 24, then Joseph awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him. And he took Mary to his home as his wife. She was with her parents. Now he like, boo, you're coming with me. You're coming with me. And I'm going to tell you why. Because it's amazing what some good sleep will do for you, y'all. Joseph went to sleep, frazzled and confused, had a little dream with a little word in it, and he woke up refreshed and pulled a patty LaBelle on us. He had a new attitude. He had a whole new attitude. This is a level of maturity and wisdom that many of us lack. We, didn't, we don't have to stay up all night and desperately testing our own theories just to see if they'll miraculously become a change agent for our situation, right? We don't even have to stay up all night tearing and pacing the floor in prayer. That's not really a requirement of God. You can do that, but he doesn't require you to do that. Instead, just pray and go to sleep. Things would be better when you wake up pessimists that might be like, okay, maybe I'll wake up and I don't see no physical changes yet. God, what you doing? You ain't doing nothing. Well, maybe you need to spiritually wake up as well. Flip the perspective of what you're going through. Stop complaining and start listening to God to reveal the next move. Let him do it. So for Joseph, the next move was to go back and marry his wife. Take your wife, man. Sometimes it takes a long ride through the jungle before you even realize you could have saved time by sticking to Geico. Now I'm just saying. You could have saved time by sticking to the original plan, y'all. You can't save money by switching to Geico when you really need to be saving time by sticking with God, period. That's just what it is. Sometimes you got to pay a a bigger price, but it's going to be worth it in the end. So verse 25 says, but he kept her virgin until she had given birth to a son, her firstborn child, and he named him Jesus, the Lord of salvation. I'm closing now. So This is a moment to iterate the value of deliberately surrounding yourself with solid people who don't mind remaining vigilant with you guys. And this applies to me too. It's not wise to open your inner circle up to just anybody because everybody can't handle the weight of your good news. They can't. There's people out there that that will get close to you only to talk you out of giving birth. Listen to this. Just because they have too much experience with spiritual abortions and spiritual miscarriages. Stay away from them people. They're clowns. Okay, they're not benefiting anything in your life. If anything, they're pulling you back so that you can lean on your own disruptions that get you nowhere. So be intentional about being surrounded by people who can keep you and what God's placed in you covered, right? Like Joseph. We all need somebody like Joseph in our lives. We need some solid people that can be human enough to have feelings about the facts, which is fine. You can feel, you can have feelings about the facts. But then I want you to take a little nap and then be able to clearly hear from God on how you can help maintain the purity of what you're carrying, right? You need people like Joseph in your life to do just that. Take a little nap, but then clearly hear from God on how you can help me in the purity of what I'm carrying. So interestingly enough, um, part of Joseph's assignment was to keep Mary still during the waiting period, y'all. So 
the outcome had no contest about whose baby whose baby it was, okay? Part of Joseph's assignment was to keep Mary still during the waiting period so that the outcome had no contest about who the baby's daddy was. So a lot of people out here don't know who their baby daddy is. Mary knew, okay? Joseph knew. They knew who the daddy was. He, God is the father, okay? We didn't need Mari in this situation. So, in fact, there's probably some things in your life that you're expecting to happen, but you want to know without a doubt that it came from God first. That's fine. I feel the same way. You don't want to go ahead of his order to satisfy your own insecurities. You're going to get nowhere. You want to do it the right way. Well, God isn't a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. So whatever he says he'll do, well, we can count on the manifestation of it. We just have to trust that his disruptions are set to define our destiny. Can I be honest with y'all? There's some things in my life right now that I'm actually expecting God to do inside of me. Um, some of these specific things, um, I, I had to recently come to the realization that I can't have them just yet, right? Because listen to this, I've mistaken my own disruptions for God and it delayed what I needed from him. It, it, was, it was me. It wasn't God. It was me. So now I've made the necessary sacrifices and now believe in God for a consistently clear view, right? So now I can discern enough to not drift back into my own understanding, my own tactics, my own anything. I'm going to trust in the Lord with all I have. I trust him through and through. So no matter how uncomfortable things might look or feel, I know I can go to the rock. And I know you guys, Whatever you're dealing with in your own personal lives, in your own personal situations, just trust in God. Trust his disruptions. Don't turn to yours. Yours ain't going to turn out that good. Yours suck. Mine sucks. Okay? I'm going to keep it real. Mine sucks. I always end up at a dead end. But we can trust that God's disruptions are divine and they push us to our destiny. Okay? So that's it. That's all. Um, I know we got love, life, and victory coming up. I have some things that we'll kind of break down a little bit in there if you guys want to. Um, but now the call is open, and we are, I think, I don't know if I'm passing it back to Dion or what, but if anybody has any questions, if you guys want to say anything, um, any, anything you, you, you have, any, you want, anything you want to add, anything you want to bring light to, or if you just want to say hi um, because you didn't have the opportunity earlier, this is that opportunity um, right now. <laughs> morning, Ray. Good morning. I'm going with Geico. <laughs> Don't be going with no Geico. Geico can't help you, but God so can, huh? <laughs> oh, my God. Anybody else have anything to say? Anything you want to share? Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Great declaration. Hey, Pretty Patrice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Good morning, morning. Thank you, Ray. Uh oh. Good morning, it's Jubilant Juliet. Uh I definitely enjoyed that uh decoration. Good morning, morning Jubilant Juliet. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning, this is your grandmother. Hi, Granny. Good morning, Raven. This is this is your grandmother and I wanna say thank you and I thank God for you. You definitely brought a message to us today that we need oh, to just stop you, trying to run things ourselves and let God do it for us. And once we follow God's words and his promise, 
and his angle in our life, we will fulfill his promise to us, and he will fulfill his promise to us. Absolutely, y'all. That's my grandma. That's my grandma. So I'm 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 overjoyed. Period. That my granny on here. I love you, granny. Thank you so much, and I'll see That's you this weekend. Okay, bye. Anybody else want to share? Come Good morning, Raven. It's Shaska. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> Amazing job. Listen, I didn't know that you had an internal preacher inside of you. I'm glad to know it. You're definitely going to be on speed dial, okay? Amazing. 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 You're welcome. Thank you. Good morning, Ms. Krishanda. I thoroughly enjoyed Sarah's declaration. All I can say is teach, teach, teach. God bless you, woman of God. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. Good morning, Ray. Good morning, Katie. So, so you needed to just hang up the phone after that because you just dropped the mic. Awesome. I'm about to go prophesy to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Look, dogs need prophecy too. Let everything they have breath praise the Lord. They all got a praise. <laughs> Anybody else want to hear? Good morning. This is Lori. I just wanted to say thank you so much for that declaration. I appreciate it and I receive thank you, Lori. it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good morning, Raven. You just flew in here and disrupted the whole thing, girl. God is good. You had me laughing from Joe to the guy called everything, but the message was was the most thing, the word of even about about Joe, just everything. So, so you there was a great declaration, great declaration. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Good Thank morning, you, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but um, no, this is Sierra. Just wanted to say thank you um, for definitely listening to the Lord. And doing this for us because I have a notebook full of words that I need to meditate on. A couple of scriptures I'm going to go back to. Um, I appreciate your delivery. You are, I love you. You're bubbly. And I can't wait for the next one. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your uh, your response. Anyone else? Good morning, Raven. It's Rochelle. Girl, that was Thanks. Clear understanding. Good, great, great job, girl. Thank you for coming in on this thankful Thursday. Laying it down. God bless you, sis. God bless you, too. Thank you so much. Laying it down. Good morning, Raven. It's Natasha. I'm going to piggyback off of Rochelle. And I'm going to say, now I understand why when Sister Dion said you was back, she was excited about getting you on the schedule. I got to hear from myself why. So thank you. It was great. <laughs> thank to you so much. Take care. Thank you for making room for me. I really appreciate you. We appreciate you. Good morning, Raven. Powerful declaration. So powerful. Thank you so much. This is PR. Thank you, PR. And praying for you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Raven. This is Topaz. Amazing share. Can I just say fire? I can't talk too much. I'm at work, y'all. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> Don't get in trouble so fast, girl. Thank you so much. Good morning. This is Danette. Um, powerful declaration. Um, 
just you're just reiterating how we should always trust in the Lord. We should always continue to trust in God and not lead to our own understanding. And Joseph sounded like he was the first baby daddy. But uh yeah. <laughs> Have a good day. Amen. And Topaz, get to work. Bye. <laughs> Raven, this is Gloria. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sis, for um, your declaration this morning. One of the things that really stood out for me was you said that when we, our initial response to God's disruption creates a jealousy in God. I was like, oh, okay. Never thought about it that way. But thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. Great job. Thank you so much. Hey Raven, it's Christina Joy. Awesome, awesome share. This was this was such a an on time word and a great perspective on disruption. Thank you so much, Christina Joy. Raven is Rochelle again. I forgot to give you my takeaway, girl. Verse nineteen to twenty. Um, when you talked about the come to part. Um and the coming to was the process of of obedience. It didn't start um, out that way with Joe, uh, Joseph, um, when he found out that she was pregnant. But when we talk about he came to himself, he actually didn't come to himself. In reality, after he thought about it and he rested, he came out of himself and then yes. took on the calling of becoming the ultimate stepfather. So that was so yes. dope, girl. You better go. You better go. Yes. Yes. Way to piggyback. Yes. Anybody else want to share? Raven, God dang it, girl. This is so good. When you said about everything don't need an announcement and how, you know, in this day and age, had it been a scenario like that, it would have been blasted all over social media, you know. Right. Cheated and all that stuff. So just so it's so good. The promise is to know our assignment and to what we name our assignment and how we're all over the place. And sometimes we need to just take a nap. I mean, you blessed me so Listen. much. I'm cleaning, cleaning the preschool this morning, laughing, and then you had me hollering when you said, "Uh, uh, uh, we got four. I ain't, we, don't, we don't want nothing else." Yeah. <laughs> oh, so just I love your little. You are. You can tell you are related to Tanya because you are so. You guys are so alive when you share, but the word is the word, and so thank you for breaking that Matthew down. I love you, and I'm so glad to hear you. So glad you're back. Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Thank you so much. Love you, too. Hey, good morning. This is Persistent Priscilla Raven. First of all, I love your name. I love your name. Um, And you, you know when you hear the word of God, when someone has spent time with God, they come with such wisdom. They come in their own sound and their own unique way that God has given them. They, it it, it just pierced your soul. You feel it in your belly, you know, um, such, you just, you just, you know, deciphered and brought in so much richness and so much clarity and so much sound truth and doctrine and just breaking that thing down. And then, you, you know, you integrated uh, perspective from the thoughts of today, you know, little bits of this coming in, you know, just making it real where people can um, relate. You made it plain as the word of God says. And it was just, you know, just unique in your own way. And it was just really refreshing and excellent. 
and I sincerely appreciate you spending with four children. You had the time to spend time with God and and bring us something so incredibly rich and 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 sound. And thank I just so appreciate much. you for that. I really appreciate thank you. you. Thank 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 you so much. Thank you. You Anyone are welcome. Good morning. My name is Shirley. Can you repeat what you said about you rather have God's destruction versus my? I, I forgot the rest of it because that was really powerful. Oh yes, absolutely. Let me put. Let me. So that was. So we would prefer to have God's disruption versus our own disruption. Is that what you were talking about? Yes. Okay. So I would put it this way. So our disruptions delay destiny while God's disruptions define destiny. Is that what you were looking for? Exactly. Okay. I appreciate that. I wanted to say that. I Absolutely. Thank you so much for, for just being so diligent. Thank you. God, I didn't look at it like that before, but he's also looking in our, for our best interest. Sometimes yep. we think what we think is for our best interest. Thank God that He intercedes and say no. Yes. I have yes. for you, and I need to intervene. And so, thank you yep. for sharing that. Thank you so much for 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 joining in. Thank you, Raven, for hydrating dehydrated areas and watering down watering them down with light in the Word. I thank you for your declaration. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, Raven, this is Christina Joy again. There was something you said that was so significant. It was a lot of what you said that was so significant. Um, but you said a few things about having the capacity to carry um, whatever's been put inside of me, knowing that God's disruption, God's already placed within us the capacity to handle them. Um, and mm-hmm. so many times, if you surround yourself, like you said, with people who have uh, a board of measures, you yes. can't really share everything with them that God has placed within you for the for the fact that they may try to make you abort your mission early because they didn't have the capacity to handle what God gave them. Yep. So yep, that's absolutely. so good. That's so good. So it's part. Of, it's almost like a mindset of, well, you know what, God disrupt the relationships that I have around me with people that would try to abort what you've placed inside of me, right? Yes. Yes. Come on. Okay. I'm going to go on. (laughs) That's so good. I love it. I love it. Anybody else want to share? Raven, what's up? It's Desi. Desi! Hey, brother! What's up? Thank you so much for the genuine energy this morning. Thank you so much for the declaration. Um, And I also wanted to keep I also wanted to ask, can you repeat uh, when you said stop allowing lack of experience with other people to punish your perception? What was the what was the rest? And uh, can you repeat it? Um, let me see. So w- wait, repeat that. What'd you say again? You said stop allowing lack of experience with other people to punish your perception. That's all I. That's uh, all I. Uh, yes. Sorry. Okay. So let's Okay. 
I can't even find it. I'll text it to you, okay? When I find it, I'm gonna look for it. I'm not gonna forget. It. I'm looking right yeah, now. All good. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Appreciate Absolutely. you so much. Have a good rest of your morning. Have a good rest of your week. I was strong something like this. Thank you so much for joining on, bro. I really appreciate it. No problem, dear. Yeah. Um, talk about the Amen Corner again. How you just, like you said, surround yourself with people that affirm your foolishness. And just you know, yeah. just you can't share everything with everybody. No, your, your circle gotta be a dot. Okay, go ahead. just speak on that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's real. Like I, even for me, like I've experienced um, thinking that I had the right people around me, but they weren't feeding that baby that was inside of me. They were literally causing me to miscarry or causing me to want to abort it. It's like abort mission, right? You want to get out of there as quick as possible if you're not in the right environment. If, if, the, if the skies aren't right and the plane is, or the rocket ship is going up, we got to abort the mission, right? And so I've been in those spaces. And so a lot of what I'm talking about, I'm not preaching to y'all. I'm preaching to me too. Like there's been a lot of this I have literally walked through. I've lived through. I've survived. And I'm in, some, in some aspects, I'm still surviving. Um, so this helped me. If it didn't help nobody else, I said today, God, like, work it out in me, right? Like, I don't care. If nobody else ever says anything, if, if the congratulations and the thank yous are fake, God, work it out in me so that I know that you're real, right? So the amen corners and the applause, they're fine, but let's not depend on them. That's good, Raven. I just want to, um, for um, the people that want to listen to the playback, there's a couple places you can go because a lot of times we're listening. We're so involved in um, what's going on. We miss some things and we miss a note or two. But Podbean um, is one thing. Um, I um, DeclareVictory.org um, and then also Facebook for Declare Victory. So just in case you want to go back and listen, it's imperative that you jump back on because it's something that you miss, but you want to be able, you know, just to be able to apply it. So there you go. Sir. Thank you so much for that. Anybody else? Have Thank you because to I definitely wanted to go back and listen to this one. I'll send it to you, Granny. Okay. Hey. Raven. Oh, okay. And Raven, your grandfather is really proud of you. He's like overwhelmed over there. You just see him just smiling. You see all his 32s. <laughs> I told him like, I love him and that's my that's my baby. She did her thing today. I said, yes, she did. So he's proud of you. I love it. I told him I said I love Good him. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is your Good favorite morning. auntie. This is your favorite. <laughs> Hi, Titi. I am. Listen, I just I'm speechless. I'm speechless. You did that. Um, I felt it. I was right there with you with Joe and Mary. And um, uh, I could definitely resonate with, first of all, I want to welcome the River family. I know y'all on there. I want to welcome the River family. Yeah, now y'all know, deep too. Not, on, not only do she sing, she preach. She, she an undercover. She's she <laughs> going to deliver that baby though soon. But, but listen, um, when you talked about, and it's, it's, um, most religious people will not, and most people, maybe maybe people don't even recognize it, but I'll talk about me. Um, how that when something happens, we initially, we, we, the, the first reaction is to start thinking about things that we can do to correct it or whatever, eradicate it, mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever mm -hmm. it is. And God is like, mm -hmm. what, what do you do? Have a seat, ma'am. Have a seat. Have right. a seat. 
um, until we come to, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm learning, though. I haven't mastered mm-hmm. it, but in, in, a, in a minute, I'm going to master that thing to know that, okay, this is, this is a disruption, so, God, what are we doing? It doesn't take yeah. me as long to recognize it as it used to. That's the one thing. Um, aborting our um, babies um, or allowing people to abort, help us to abort those babies, um, you talked about Geico and the Geico and the. I was just like, this girl right here is just fire. Um, but I really, I'm proud of you. I know my nephew is on here. You back there in the yeah. cut, hiding in the shadows. You <laughs> take your phone off you to say hi, so the people know she ain't lying. That she do have a whole husband. Hi guys. That's Dion. That's my nephew, one of the best cooks in the whole world. You hear me? My baby cooks down, y'all. To see, I can't wait to see y'all in November. I'm coming through. River, y'all ain't ready. Y'all better get ready. I'm, River, I my auntie is so sweet. You guys. Y'all, she's going to make a pie, I mean, now. a cake while she's here. She's going to make a cake, and we gonna, she's going to make a cake so y'all can have some. She's the best baker in the whole wide world. I'm not saying that because that's my auntie. I'm saying that because I gained weight from eating her cake. Okay, so that means they're good. You are not going to blame that much. Hey, Swift. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Okay, I must go on mute. Anybody else want to share? Thank you, Kiki. Raven, this is uh, Jamie. Jamie! Hi, Boo! <laughs> Hi, Boo. So I totally missed the message, but I, do, I still joined in, and it was just a blessing to hear everybody else was blessed by your word, and I already know you killed it. Um, I'm I'm happy to know that I can rewatch. I mean, rewatch it on Facebook or listen um, online. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to do that. But I just wanted to chime in and just tell you that I'm so thankful for you um, to answer the call to get back to teaching because this is this is what you do. Thank you so much. And I got to tell on Jamie, y'all. This is my girl. She's she's from out there. She's from the Bay. But when I was when I started Think Big, my young adult Bible study back in 2011, Jamie was so faithful. Jamie was there every every month. We had a um, we had an, a monthly Bible study for young adults from 18 to I think 30. Um, but it was just an opportunity for young people to um, to really get get fluid in the Word without the distraction of religious behaviors and the nuisances of um, you know things that we do in our culture in our church culture. And so these were kids and young people that that had never been to church. Some of them. Others had quit church, and some were, like, trying to get introduced to God, so they really weren't involved in nobody's church. But she was one of the people that have always – she's always been supportive of me. And, Jamie, I just want to publicly say, like, I appreciate you. I value you. Like, when I'm on a rocket ship, I will never forget you. You're going to be on that rocket ship, too, girl. Thank you so much. Oh, I love you, Ray. I love you, too, girl. Anybody else have a moment to share? Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. I'll yield to the lady. Oh, he said he's going to yield to you. He's going to let you speak. It's Lana Ray. Um, (laughs) Hi, sister. Hi. I woke up at 625 because my alarm did not go off, but I did not miss it. Um, It was awesome, definitely on time for for me as well. Um, And it's great to witness you finally getting back into – well, you know, you were supposed to be doing anyway. 
Um, yeah. And what we all know you were supposed to be doing anyway. Um, and just thank you for your obedience and taking the time out from your busy life and schedule to, um, you know, deliver the word and allow God to use you. Love you, sister. I love you too, boo-boo. Good morning. Good morning. This is Jeff G. I, um, Good morning, Jeff. I, 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 I heard most of it because I'm at work right now and my time limits are talking, but I'm going to try to make this quick. But um, what you put me in, in remembrance of the uh, Samaritan woman that she's going to Elijah. See, um, there people were asking, "What's wrong with you? What's what's going on?" And her response was, "It is it is well with my soul." And what what it made me think of, what God spoke to me about this was, what you can have, what you put out in the atmosphere, basically. So if you yeah. speaking downfall, you speaking negativity, if you speaking what's going on with you, then that's what that's what it's going to be. But she spoke to them, it is well, until she got to the man of God. Once she got to the man of God, then she told him, told him what was going on. So not only do you have to be careful of who you are confirmating your situation to, you also got to be careful of how you confirmate it. And that even if you're not around anybody, just speaking it to yourself. Oh, I'm so down, I'm so this, or this is so that. This ain't going to never be nothing. Um, I've got people that I work with. There is, because I drive trucks for a living, um, mm-hmm. I drive dump trucks, and where I'm working at, for the state, there's a higher position that's coming up for a 15% pay increase. Um, I've been told, even with the position I got now, you can't get it because you need this and that experience and you need that. And look at God, here it is two months after I was told that I can't get it. I'm, like, doing very, doing very well in it by the grace of God. And also, the um, one of the head engineers himself personally told me to uh, go ahead and put in for it and let me know the same day you put in for it. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and entertain what somebody else says by right. saying it myself when it's negative. That's all. I just, it just reminds me of the uh, Samaritan woman that didn't put in the atmosphere for several reasons. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to Thank you so much for your share. Anybody else have something to say? Good morning, Raven. This is Monica. Thank you for your declaration. You really blessed me this morning. I woke up late, so I didn't get it all, but what I heard really blessed me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Monica. Thank you so much. Hey, honey. Great job. Great job. I know what. uh, how much labor you took time to study and how much energy you put into making sure that you didn't shortchange the people and I'm super proud of you and you know that you know I'm just saying that for formality so that the people can hear me uh, but amazing job and keep going anybody else Anybody else? All right. I think we uh, have come to a point of wrapping things up. Thank you guys so much for just participating and um, loving on me and just just taking this word for what it was. I really prayed that God would be glorified um, and that any part of me would subside and um, 
would take on the disruption of God and do what needed to be done so that I can get the word out for the sake of Christ. And so I thank you guys for welcoming me back into the fold. Um, you guys will hear me from time to time. Um, I promise I won't be a stranger. Um, and I will pop in also more often, even in my schedule. Um, but I will pass the call to Tanya. All righty, guys. Um, again, we thank God for the word. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to uh, pray before we. Um, okay, Dion. Uh, did you? Okay. I'm going to I'm going to pray and give you guys some time back to ponder and and, and don't forget if you got on. Okay, if you got on late or if you just want to hear it again, there are all kinds of ways. You can go to declarevictory.org. You can go to Podbean, I believe it is. You can also go to Facebook. Um, and if you are interested in being, we have an entire community on Facebook, Declare Victory Group, but you got to be invited in. Um, you can't just join in. you got to be born in. I'm kidding. Father God, we thank you in the name of Jesus for this amazing word that went forth this morning. We thank you for your daughter who gave it everything that she had. She didn't hold back. She knew exactly based on you, Holy Spirit, guiding her what to say, when to say it, how to say it, how to deliver it so it would catch the minds of your people. It would captivate us so that we could chew on this word later on, so that we could mill over it, so that we could begin to make changes in our lives as the way that as to the way that we respond to different things. So God, we ask that you would bless the remainder of this day. Bless us as we are, for those of us, whatever time zone we're in, if we're on our way someplace or we are, are at that location already, we just ask that you would bless us, Lord, as we're out in the marketplace and all of the things that we have to do today. And I ask God that you would do something today that would just simply blow our minds and to remind us or to make us aware of your kindness how much you love us, how much you appreciate um, our journey, the, not appreciate us, but how much that, um, just how much you love us, God, and how kind you are. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, thank God, amen. You guys, be great today. Bye. Have a great day, everybody. Yeah, have a great day. Bless you. Have a blessed day. day. Walk in victory. Have a great day, everybody. Blessings. Blessings from on high. God bless you. Have a great day, everyone. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Have a blessed day.